This is Shades. Bream. This is Jeremy. Bream. This is Shades. Bream. This is Jeremy. Bream. This is Shades. I hate it. Rapples to Apples, the preeminent podcast that we talk about everything professional wrestling to whether or not Angry Orchard should be considered beer or not beer. It's a it, cider. It, it's, no, it's not a cider. It's a hard cider. It, it literally is, says it hard cider. carbonated juice. On the label is hard cider. Carbonated juice. It's apple juice with liquor in it. It's carbonated apple juice. As always, I am William. I am Big Daddy Shades. And I'm Maddie Bizzle. Double Z. Double E. You're listening to Grapples to Apples on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts Apple and, Podcasts Google, and, and Google, Google Play. Play Music. Is it Play Music? It's Play Music, yes. And Technically, it's Google. Google Play Music, Play Google Play. You can find us somewhere on Google. That's the point. We're on the Googles. We're Google, on, we're on the put Googles. us in the little bar, make it come up with the with the apples on you. There you go. Once you see the apple with the two on it, that's definitely us. That's right. If there's an apple with a three on it, that's the wrong podcast. That's probably, that's not probably, that's probably my podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's get started on this week's uh, episode, talking about some Raw, some SmackDown, some non-WWE stuff, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Start with little Raw. A little bit everywhere. A little bit everywhere. A little bit everywhere. A little WCW? No. No WCW. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we started this week's Raw with WWE announcing that their residency for SummerSlam at the Barclays Center is over. Over. Next year, starting next year, or at least for next year. I don't know if they're going to start doing the revolving tour again or if they're just going to do a residency in Toronto again. Like they did at the Staples Center before Brooklyn and then at Brooklyn now. Um, but... At the following SummerSlam next year, it's going to be in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena, formerly known as the... Oh, man, I just knew this. What was it called again? What used to be called? Air Canada. The Air Canada Center. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Because no, it's funny, because you told me that. I told you, right? I told you earlier. Now, I'm the one who forgot. Um, so Air that's Canada. how we started Raw. We had a fantastic match between Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. We had Trish Stratus... Making a you know a huge surprise return, I guess. Did you call it a return if she hasn't been around for a while? Uh, we know she's coming back. Uh, it was a return. The, What's a return? She hasn't been here since the all female Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. So that technically is a return. That was a uh, what t- more than eight months ago. Yeah. Okay. So return for Trish Stratus. We had uh, the revival beating the B team to earn themselves a title match at Hell in a Cell. Um, and we have some Baron Corbin, who is the new acting general manager, because God forbid anyone forgets, he's the acting general manager. What's funny is that uh, Corey, I'm sorry to interrupt, Corey Graves drove that home. That's what I'm saying. Because like, they, they said a million times. The constable, he's like, no, 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 no. no, no. The acting, acting general manager. manager. <laughs> um, and then we had the main event of Braun... Uh, versus... Braun and Roman. Braun and Roman. Braun and Roman versus McIntyre and Ziggler. Mm. Diesel and Sean. <laughs> Diesel and Sean. Um, I don't which, even know what to call them anymore. It's kind of weird. Which So the, the whole thing started at the beginning of the night was Strowman and Roman. I know I said it started with the news of the SummerSlam thing, but that was just me getting a little ahead of myself with the excitement of the fact that SummerSlam cool. was changing places. I mean, hold on. Let, I don't want to jump you real quick but we've gone to NXT two years in a row we haven't gone to single SummerSlam true (laughs) but I mean are we going to travel to Toronto now for NXT it's not far you don't have your passport (laughs) Uh, you could sneak me in the trunk no I'm not going to jail for you first of all I'm not driving to Toronto I, could, I didn't say, like, it had to be a car trunk. We could throw me in the luggage. The irony is that two years ago, during SummerSlam, I was in Toronto. Yes. Well. I watched SummerSlam in Toronto in my hotel room. Thanks, Canadia. Thanks, Canadia. I love Canada. It's my heart. Uh, so Mr. Yeah. Kennedy? So it started with Braun and Roman having a one-on-one face-to-face. Braun cashed in his, his briefcase for Hell in a Cell. That's when Ziggler and McIntyre came out. 
Then um, Baron Corbin came out and made the tag team match, which would be the main event, which ended with Braun possibly turning heel. I call it a heel turn. Jeremy disagrees. Um, and that's how we went off the air for Raw. And we go right into SmackDown, which was, sorry, Russell, you're not allowed on the podcast. Um, we started off with Booker T. And hold the on, new hold man. on. You can't gloss over, like, like the world knows okay, who Russell okay, is. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Russell is my dog, uh, English Bulldog. Uh, he slobbers, and he has a lot of hair. Um, <laughs> Would someone say he's a slobber so, knocker? So oh my if God. you hurt him, that's my dog. He's not going to bark, hopefully. And just try and have fun with you. Exactly. He'll try yeah, to... He'll try to have fun with you, because he loves you. He, he loves that. Matt, my nephew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Russell wasn't on SmackDown, so let's get back into SmackDown. He was given a SmackDown. Stop. Uh, Booker T comes out. Uh, the new starts off with a new day. Uh, their championship celebration. Booker T comes out in his King Booker regalia. King Booker. When he won his six-time champion. And re uh, no introduces not reintroduces but introduces the new day into the five time five time five time five time five time championship club, and then makes them all well they took his uh his king's robe off and asked him to do the spinneroonie he did it Xavier Woods did a spinneroonie not too bad Kofi spinneroonie and then Co- uh and then Big E. Did a spinnerody in turtles. <laughs> so that happened. Um, then we had Peyton Royce and uh, Billy <coughs> Kay come out, the Iconics, facing Naomi. Uh, Peyton Royce faced uh, Naomi last week, so Billy Kay's fighting her this week. Because WWE. Because WWE. Um, same tactics. Billy Kay uh, and Naomi are fighting. Naomi goes onto the ropes, and Peyton Royce missed her spot the first time. So Naomi kicks. Billy Kay back, and then Peyton Royce hits her with a leg, uh, you know, her high kick. Mm-hmm. And um, Billy Kay wins one, two, three. I don't understand why they're doing this, but um, I guess it's just to put the iconics in the program. They've done nothing since coming up to the main roster. I wasn't really crazy about the iconics in NXT to begin with. I, I think Peyton Royce is a good wrestler. Um, Billy Kay, I could do without. But I don't know. They're just not clicking on the main roster. Their voices, their accents, more in, in specifics, so hard to listen through. Well, they do intentionally. And Billy Kay's voice. I nail, feel like nails on a chalkboard. I feel like it's part of their gimmick. Right. They, point, they do though. it purposely. I, th- I think it runs well. I actually enjoy seeing them on the main roster. Yep. Really? I, I don't think they're terrible. I think there are worse things on the card well, I mean, or on the on the roster. But, name one. Um, the B team. Well, That's I'm sorry, well, they're raw, but, you know, main roster as, as a whole. He did correct himself and say roster. But, yeah, the B team. I would much rather not see the B team at all. And, and they're the raw tag team champions. Anyway. Whatever. Um, then we had the triple threat tag team tournament, sort of, with the returning clones. Because, what? Instead <laughs> of uh, selling timeshares in Puerto Rico, they're now wrestling again, apparently. <laughs> who who would have thunk? Hey. Versus the bar versus, I hate this name, the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers, baby. Hate it. I hate it so much. No, give me too sweet. Give me too sweet. I'll give you a too sweet. Yeah, boy. That's for the Carlins. That's for Machine Gun only. That's it. Um, I really wanted, you know. Oh, I wanted them, to go over them so badly. Go over, but the bar went over. Right mm. team went over. I can do um, that. You too. think the right team went over? Yes. I did. I think the Good Brothers should have gone over. I think that the. Bar went over because the Usos are going to go over next week, which leads me into my next segment. Uh, we had uh, Rusev, Lana, and Aiden English. Rusev Day. In the back with uh, Paige. Paige. And um, Aiden English surprised Rusev with a entry into the tag team triple threat next week against the Usos and Sanity. Can we get a... Press F uh, F one to pay your respects for sanity. Right, Jesus Christ. Um, so I think Rusev Rusev Day is gonna go over because they have to, mm-hmm. and then uh, they're going to beat the bar in another week before Hell in the Cell to face the New Day. Um, after that we had uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, Bree Mode come out. Should I do it? No, please don't. Should I do it? Bree Mode. <laughs> So they came out, you know, 
Was that all, like the best remote you ever? <laughs> no, it's not. It was the greatest. You got to get a little bit more. The like, you got to get a little, little more annoying in your voice. Yeah. I and thought I'm always annoying. No, you, I don't have annoying in my voice already. No, but you got. It's got to be like. You got to be like Billy K annoying. Remote. No, you're putting too much, too much emphasis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not a 60-year-old woman. It's, it's pre-mode. I hate it. I hate it. At it's the end of this episode, we're just going to have a... A, a sing no, competition? A sing pre-mode competition, competition for the pre-mode, yeah. Oh, my God. Who can sing? So, we'll well, send it into American Idol. So, Brie Bella and Daniel Bella came out. And oh, don't do that. Daniel Bella? <laughs> don't they, do they, that. They came out and... Uh, Spoke a little yin yang about the Miz and Maurice and how the Miz is a coward and he's an actor and he acts like a tough guy. <clears throat> he couldn't even act like a tough guy last week. He hid behind his wife. Um, then on, I can't, I don't speak Spanish, so I'm going to butcher his name, of course. Andrade Cian Almas. El Idolo! Came out with Zelina Vega. Um, nice pronunciation, by the way. Of course. I'm trying. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> they came out and. I was under the impression uh, Almas spoke decent English. No. <laughs> that was as bad as I spoke Spanish is how he spoke English. What was the first thing I said? I, 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 so I come to your place from my place and I walk in and I go, why is he talking? Because I know he can't. Super thick accent. Why? Super thick. He hasn't, they, they gave him Vega for a reason. Let her talk. Let him shushness. Yeah. Let her talk. If any week... Please stop speaking. <laughs> like, you're a fantastic wrestler. Yes. You're a fantastic heel. Yes. Don't speak. No, no mas. No, no mas. mas. No mas. No mas. They can just put Por subtitles favor. under his name. Por if favor. Can't they just do subtitles under his name? Oh no, it's live, Matt. They don't know what he's gonna say. It's not scripted. Hello. This is not. This is not, <laughs> this is not late to mid '90s WWE. It's not pre-recorded. It's not old SmackDown. <laughs> this, guy. this guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> They're still on a seven second delay. You're seven second to, delay. Um, <laughs> so they came Pretty out. Uh, CN Almas had a uh, asked Daniel Bryan for a match. Daniel Bella. And I don't I, do that. I'd like to um, go off course a little bit, real quick. Zelina Vega comes out. Yep. And she's like, there's two legends in the ring. Um, Ugh. And she didn't name um, Almas first, but she named him last. But I'm building suspense. She named Brie Bella as a legend. Now, how in the H-E double hockey sticks is <laughs> Brie Bella or Nikki Bella, the Bellas, legends at all? Because they have two reality TV shows, that's out. So that means The Miz is a legend because he was on a reality TV show. If he's on the second one. He had movies too. Then he'll be a legend. He had movies too. He has Miz and Mrs. That's one show. Yeah, but he was on Real World. But the Bellas have two. But he was on Real World. He was yeah. on it, but it wasn't about him. Mm. But he had movies. He was in the Marine twice. He no, was in two it, Marines. It, it, listen, there's a formula here, okay? When it was just Total Divas, they weren't legends. Listen. Once they got Total Bellas, he, legend status. He shared a WWE production with Randy Orton and John Cena. You understand those movies are awful, right? Uh, there was only one that was actually pretty good, and that was The Condemned with Stone Cold. But I digress. Wasn't that the Kane movie? No. No. Kane was... See no evil. See no evil. Uh, so Almas and Brian had a sub... You know, a decent match. Was, yeah. It was a decent match. Almas pulled out some moves towards the end of the match. I mean, I thought he almost pretty good. died after uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan pushed him off the top rope. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. he... Not pushed him off the top rope. Uh, almost went in for the knees. The mm-hmm. double knees. And um, went over. And he... It's like a nice, nasty, nice, nasty spill, but um, recovered, covered nicely, and um, that went over. Corkscrew was mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh yeah, that was awesome. I, 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 I actually didn't think he was that athletic, so a, a big surprise for Watch me. Watch his stuff when he was that sombra. I'm telling you. Um, when Daniel Bryan had him in the yes lock, ugh, I have to call it what it is. It's not the LaBelle lock, unfortunately. See, um, now, now y'all can't see this, because this is in video, but I am shocked and in awe, because this dude, Jeremy, refuses to call it anything but the LaBelle lock. See, right now, this is Shades. 
This is Jeremy. <laughs> this is Shades. <laughs> this is Jeremy. <laughs> this is Shades. So Shades acknowledges the names of the moves and Jeremy does not? Shades is a weird guy. <laughs> so he hit him with the uh, yes lock and uh, Zelina Vega gets on to distract the ref. Brie Bella comes around and pulls Zelina Vega off and she's supposed to, you know, hit the apron. Misses because she's like 4'5 or something like that. <laughs> I think she's 4'11 or 4'10. She is like tiny. Put her in your pocket. She carry her Leave her alone. Um, and then... Uh, I love you. The Miz comes out. You can love her, but I can't love Alexa Bliss. I don't care. Not anymore. I can't do this. Anyway. Disqualification. <laughs> Danny yep. Bryan wins. And... Um, bless The Miz. Because <laughs> he put him in the... Yes lock. That is the but that ugliest was the, uh, looking that was the, yes lock on the planet. That was a crossface by yeah. uh, you know Voldemort. We're not going to mention his name on the vacant? podcast. Uh, <laughs> by vacant, yes. It was a, it was the the vacant crossface. Yeah. So um, that happened. Maurice hit Brie Bella with a DDT, and um, that was basically oh look, the Miz hit him with a skull crushing finale. They right. left the ring. Yeah. Um, let's get to the main event: Carmella versus Charlotte for the. Women's championship. You're just gonna skip over your man AJ Styles looking all kinds of dumb. I see. I don't want to make him my guy look dumb on my podcast <laughs> on our podcast. Excuse me. Well, WWE unfortunately, doing a fantastic job doing it by themselves. Yeah. AJ comes out. You're making me go through this. Yeah, I got his gloves on my freaking bookshelf over here. I see it. Beautiful gloves. I wonder who got. Don't those you have gloves. another pair somewhere? No, I got those gloves for myself. Yours the one that I got you. Yours is in my attic right now. I have to. You you are something else. I have so much stuff I have to put on display. It's gonna be on display you by better, next podcast. They better be on display. By not, by not, by next podcast. Mm-hmm. It'll be on display. So AJ comes out. No, uh, who's your daddy? Chant. I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but they're making him so look so dumb. This whole Joe thing, the whole uh, Wendy, uh, the school stunts wins the school barbecue. Ha 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 ha. You know who this is? I'm like. Joe's gotten to the point of Diamond Dallas Page stalking Sarah, the Undertaker's wife, yeah, in that WWE. You leave my man DDP Ugh. out of this. It's creepy. Who oh, I'm meeting this weekend? Yeah, Are you re- really? I bought it. Oh, I, I get a too sweet for that one. Yeah, yeah boy. I'm meeting DDP this weekend. I'm so hyped. <laughs> okay, so um, well, that was, I don't even want to talk about. I'm the sorry. Rest of this. We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll, we'll get to that. that. We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to. We'll get to. William. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Going off course again, but no nickname today. What happened? I don't know. Wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling nickname me today. Mm. I wanted to just be William today. I got a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, AJ runs backstage looking for Samoa Joe. Looks like a dum dum. He, he almost killed Fake Elias. Yeah, he almost killed Discount Elias. <laughs> you um, know what that looked like? That looked like it. So you remember when like Damien Sandow was like just doing impersonations of everybody? Mm-hmm. That guy looked like Damien Sandow doing an impression of Elias. <laughs> I can see that. That that was. I can see that. That's Delias. No, that doesn't work. Uh, Damien Sand Elias. That's that doesn't work either. He, Damien Elias Dow. Elias Dow. Uh, there you go. Elias Too many letters in that one. Oh, boy. Elias Dow. That's I'm rough. sorry. So, AJ Moss because Elias Dow. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for the segment. It was just... Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, SmackDown. The, the, the women's Yeah, he's going to get that. Um, yeah, oh, get it. Cool. Get, 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 get. I'm yeah. sorry. we jump at the gun. I just... I gotta, I gotta you get You gotta take girl. your shirt off before you get into the pool, man. Hey. The hell is going to run. Some hey. of us don't, don't like, like taking our shirts off. off. God, I do. I do. Someone's sensitive. Anyway, Carmella versus Charlotte. Um, no one thought Carmella was going over. Um, I Carmella thought she was going over. If she did, <laughs> if she did that would I would have laughed so hard. That would have thrown a wrench in what they're doing with this whole Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair thing. <laughs> it would have been funny though. I would have laughed. <laughs> I think what they're trying to do is make this feud serious. Oh. Especially and if they it's should, going to lead up to uh, Evolution in October. If they're trying to make this series, they should probably figure out who's the real heel and the real face because they have no idea what they're doing. They can be both faces, but they're trying so hard to turn Becky um, Becky Lynch heel, and it's not going to work. It's not working at all. They're she, cheering her the whole time. 
Yeah. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. But uh, Charlotte and, and Carmelo, they don't have good chemistry when they wrestle. They they seem like uh, at least Charlotte, her matches seem more fast paced for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she wrestles Carmella, it's a lot slower. I think it's Charlotte is trying to carry Carmella. And now when other wrestlers carry other wrestlers into matches, it's not always so evident. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know if Carmella's, it's Charlotte Carmella, or if it's Carmella. Carmella's inexperienced. I, I don't know if it's her or just Charlotte's not used to carrying somebody that heavily. Mm-hmm. But it looks like she's, you can. I feel like you can see her trying to carry Carmella. So, um. She had to save her from getting her face busted open. Uh, yeah, another another, uh, another suicide dive that if Charlotte didn't hug her, Carmella was gonna. It wasn't as bad eat. as her and it, Becky. No, it wasn't as bad as the as the one SummerSlam match. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. as bad as SummerSlam. But it was, but again, oof. if Charlotte doesn't grab her, was trying. He's trying. Out. I give Carmella props for trying. A suicide dive is not easy. She's, she's going get, for she's it. She's getting better. At she's least good, yeah. she is getting better. She's getting better. She's going for it. It's a dangerous spot for her and the, and the person catching her. Um, I just hope she doesn't do that against someone like. Billy Naomi Kay. or Billy Kay or someone less experienced. Or Sasha Banks. No, Sasha will catch her. Sasha could Sasha catch her. will catch her. Sasha has had, you know, a few Sasha's times a where she's pro. hurt people. When did she hurt anybody? Didn't she get uh, Paige hurt that time? Oh my god. It was, her a, career? It, was a, it was an accident. Yeah. An accident it was a, dude, but that, that's the point. That's a spot that you see a million times you just happen to get hurt. It's like Samoa Joe and the Muscle Buster with Tyson Kidd. Sure, it happens. Like Rey Mysterio dropping in that but, guy and he dies. But yeah, we're but talking it's about just stuff that happens. If if she gets into the ring and tries to do something like that, and an accident happens with something like that, it could end up really bad. But it wasn't like Sasha did something wrong. Not specifically. It just it was a free thing that just happened to mess up Paige's neck. Who, uh, name one other incident or one other person that Sasha Banks is injured. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm not. No, I'm not 100 sure. I know it's she's not had a thing. Another thing. It's not a thing. Someone, it's not a thing. Okay. She almost hurts herself. I'm not saying she has a suicide bad wrestler. Dives. She's right. super careless with her own body, yeah. but she's safe with everybody else. I'm not saying Sasha's a bad wrestler. I like Sasha, but I know she hasn't always been the best with certain people. So anyway, Paige was also my girl. So let's I'm not get pissed about this. Anyway, uh, what's uh, Charlotte's little flip move? Natural selection. Natural selection. I, I keep calling it the figure eight, and that's her submission. That's the, that's the, uh, she yeah. hit the natural selection, and then I thought she was just going to pin her. Hits her with the uh, figure eight. Wins. Uh, Carmella held out for a little while. Eventually tapped out. Becky Lynch comes out. Beats up Charlotte. Wearing the ugliest shoes on the planet. Oh, my God. She looked like Kid Icarus. Have yeah. you ever saw that game for like the same Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Dark pit. And Dark she's, pit. she's pit. trying to be a heel. But they're cheering her. Everyone loves her. They were trending. Let's go, Becky. <laughs> and um, I, the only way like you can fix this is um, is if Charlotte becomes you know Charlotte Flair and she's she becomes a heel and she starts doing, but it's not gonna work. Not it's gonna not gonna, it's it. not gonna come off organic in they're my opinion. Um, they're just gonna try to really force the uh, Becky Lynch heel turn down your throat, and yeah. that's not gonna work. Yeah. But that was it for SmackDown. Um, so let's 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 talk a little bit more in depth about Raw and SmackDown. Let's let's give our thoughts on on what happened in each. Um, I know. So I thought personally, remove the Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins match, which was fantastic, and remove the quick and, and the the back and forth barbs between Trisha and Elias. Because that was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty good. Elias telling Toronto that the only chance of them of, of him performing there are akin to the Leafs winning a Stanley Cup, which will never happen in their lifetime. I thought it was hilarious. And then Trish responds with, like, you win a WWE title. That oh. burn. That burn. I was like, oh. Bro, and then he said, I know you want to walk on the lines, but I don't date 60-year-old women. I was <laughs> like, bro. They had some good red parts. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, minus those two segments, I thought Raw was... Pointless and dumb. I didn't. I didn't really. I found their match like Dean versus Gender for what? Bobby getting the the handicap match and destroying the Ascension. For hey, what? hey, including the uh, the Ascension's back to get jobbed by and then a handicap match. They're anyway. just gonna get buried in like I'm six sorry, weeks. I'm sorry. I don't want to like what you call it, but we were so. I mean. Before we started doing this podcast, we were so heavy on Baron Corbin shaving his head. Can Victor give it up? Victor oh. from the Ascension. <laughs> he's next. He's next on our list. Next, bro. It's, on the burn it's, list? it's hanging on. Hanging off a dead life. <laughs> All right. That's it. It's official. 
Victor, it's time to shave your head, buddy. Time to go, bro. That's it. That's it. We're laying it down. We're laying it down. Um, but I just found a lot of the show to just be like pointless and just like it felt like filler. It felt like they needed time. Like the 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 um, all the legends giving their opinions and predictions on Triple H versus Undertaker. Like for, that was that was pointless. The the match that followed the Trish and Elias segment, like there was just so much that just felt like we didn't need it. The end where it seems like, seemingly again, because we disagree on what happened here, seemingly Braun was turned heel just for the sake of putting Roman over as a face. It's just I didn't enjoy Raw. Same th- same thing that happens with Becky Lynch. They're not gonna boo Braun Strowman over Roman Reigns. But what's worse is not okay. So like with Becky. At least the fans were cheering for Becky, right? Let's go, Becky. Let's go. Toronto didn't care. If you want, like, there was, like, no... They didn't cheer. They didn't boo. It was just kind of like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah, but Toronto is an odd, odd group. Yeah, but it's not like they were quiet all night. They were loud and they were popping in certain sections. If they cared about this, they would have done something. But I think they just... I think... I, me, personally, I feel like they saw what was happening and just went, oh... We're doing this. Okay. Whatever. I think it's dumb. I, I mean, the, I didn't enjoy Raw. The tag match wasn't that great. Particularly. No, it wasn't. I mean, I, I'm happy that the Revival went over. Fair. Yep. That, that tag match was pretty that, solid. That, you know, I've been pulling for the Revival to be the Revival. They were in NXT for a long time already. I and would it's love just... for them to win those belts. And legitimize the tag division. Because I'm tired of uh, I the... I like the promo they did. B team, B team, go, go. No. No, no, no. no. Uh, I really like the Rivals promo, though. The one that they did with the titles. Mm-hmm. That was... That actually drew me in a lot. It's like, we could take these titles from you whenever we wanted. And I'm like, so take them! <laughs> so please take them! Take them! Why do you have two jobbers? Literally two jobbers as your tag team champions. Yeah, they still don't feel legit. They're not going to be legit. It doesn't help that every time they, they... The only matches they've ever won have been flukes. They haven't had a single, clean, decisive win. And that's your, that's who you're booking as your tag team champions? It's well, ridiculous. Well, as the Revival said, your tag division's a joke. It is. They and kept calling them morons. Yeah. <laughs> they were driving yeah. home that moron thing, too. It's, it's hard to argue with the Revival. But, um... Uh, let's let's go back to Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. Oh boy, that match though. That was a pay-per-view quality match. That Mundo. was really good. That they put on. Mundo. To the point where I'm sitting here like, is this Monday Night Raw? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a hell of a match both men put on. I mean, you know Kevin Owens is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, good, great wrestler. Um, told the story in the ring. Uh... They had some good spots. When, they uh, pulled out all the spots here. Kevin Owens had a Kevin crazy moonsault at the end. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. He literally flipped to the other side and they boom, right into it. They pulled out all the stops. They said, We're gonna, we, you know what, we're going to do this tonight. Mm-hmm. And they did it. They, 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 they certainly did. I think the match went on for like They gave ever. him time. They gave him time. They had like 15 minutes or something mm. like that, which now, was... I feel like it was longer. I feel like it was 25 They might have given him like 20, So, at the end of the match, though, I didn't see it live, but you said it was live. So, they cut to commercial. Uh-huh. When they came back from commercial, Kevin Owens is sitting in the ring, sitting in a chair with a microphone in his hand, looking all dejected. After he lost. Yeah, after, after the, he after, lost. Right, so he loses the match. after. So, he does the moonsault, misses, curb stomp, one, two, three, match is over, they go to commercial. They come back from commercial, Kevin Owens is sitting in the chair in the middle of the ring, looking all dejected. Has the mic in his hand, and he just goes like he wipes his face like <sighs> he just goes, "I quit,", I quit. and he, he drops the mic. He drops the mic. He untapes his hands. And he doesn't go up the ramp. He goes out the side of the ramp and exits mm. under the the stage time drive. Right, where Samoa Joe had fun times with uh, AJ last week. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'd like to get into the Kevin Owens quitting. A lot of speculation out there. Okay, so let me get some speculation. Rumor has it, and I don't agree with this rumor, is Kevin Owens is going to take some time off, and he's going to come back as Paul Heyman's new client, where Kevin Owens is not going to say anything. Paul Heyman is going to do all the talking, Kevin Owens comes out and just murders people. I don't like that, simply because Kevin Owens is a fantastic talker. Exactly. 
Um, I do like him coming back with Paul Heyman because that just legitimizes Paul, um, Kevin Owens even more. Um, like it legitimizes Curtis Axel? Except Kevin Owens is not Curtis Axel. <laughs> I'm just saying. Kevin Owens is not Curtis Axel. Yeah, what right. if they were a thing and they just argued with each other every week? I feel like but that then would be funny. Kevin Owens needs to get away from the comedy stuff. He did the comedy thing with, uh, with Y2J. Yep. It was co- comedic gold. Beautiful. Um, he... Sort of did the comedy thing with Sami Zayn before Sami got hurt. Worked. He was debatably comical during Braun just murdering him every week. Worked also, but I liked Kevin Owens when he was the prize fighter. When he yeah. was... When he, can we, NXT Kevin Owens comes out, fights John Cena. That's the Kevin Owens that I need. Yeah. Um, I'd like for Kevin Owens to be with Paul Heyman, but I also like my theory with... The shield and Paul Plain. That's just me. That's uh, just a waste. That's the no, if we're going to see that, I don't think that's going to happen. And that's not going to happen because Heyman is automatic heel. And you've seen Triple WWE. Turn him heel. They had a chance last week to turn him heel. And what they do with it? I booed him. I booed him. And what did we get this week? I still booed face him. Face Rollins, face Roman, face Dean. But you know what? Dean Ambrose is looking more and more like a heel, in my opinion. I love his new ring style. He's got the... Where he's yeah. just... He's not a, a clown anymore. He doesn't do the wacky clothesline anymore. He's just brutal. He had that... Because he's bigger now. Yeah. No and shirt. Took his shirt off before the bell even rang. Well, they all took like, their oh. shirts off. Except yeah. for Roman. Because Roman decided yeah. to wear body armor. Always. He was the only well, one wearing Seth body always armor. wrestled with no shirt on. Do you no. Know? Seth no. usually has his little... Thing. His, no. Um, he always, not always. He always Every, wrestles shirtless. Not all... Yeah. Once in a while, he'll wear the vest that matches yeah. his pants. He hasn't wore that since, like, he was a heel. No, he wore it a few times in the face. Really? Not often, but he wore it. Hasn't he, didn't he wear one at SummerSlam? No, he wore it to the ring, but he wrestled without one. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But, but Dean always wore a tank top, at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Days. He always did. But so now he's the first time I've ever seen him wear the, like, you know, work topless. And he had a match with Jinder. Yeah, it was pointless. Jinder. Well, yeah, it was pointless. But Jinder's... Jinder, former WWE champion, mind you. Yes. Who is now doing nothing but... Jobbing. Jobbing. Um, he did not look small compared to Jinder's. Well, can we? Can we why are you so obsessed with the, obsessed with, size? with the size? Because he's a big dude. Because now. he's Vince. Matt is that's not Vince. Okay, so if that's he's if he's Vince, who does that make you and I? I call Heyman. No, you <laughs> dumb dumb. And you're Bischoff. Oh, yeah. I like this. <laughs> I like get that to be lot. like Shane O'Mac. Or? I was gonna say you're Shane O'Mac. I'm Triple H. Well, I'm Shane O'Mac, you're Triple H. But I like that better. Shane Owen But you're not Eric? as like, sleazy as Paul Heyman is. No, but I have long hair, and so Heyman used to have long hair. And, and I'm fat, and he's fat. Am I conniving? <laughs> can't. Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he was obsessed with motorcycles, and your dad used to as a motorcycle gang. Club, sorry. Club, club, club. That's club. a club. I corrected myself. I corrected myself. I corrected myself. Club. Don't get. The, don't I get feel like this is up. some. Don't <laughs> get you beat up. I feel like this is Clay defending himself to uh, the sheriff. <laughs> um. So, so I'm I'm Eric Bischoff. Why would I be Shane? I would be Shane. You'd be Trips. Anyway. Okay, so Dean Ambrose <laughs> did not look small compared to Jinder whatsoever. Nah. And I was like, all right, this looks good. I don't. I. I I think they You're can... such a Vince. I hate you. But he's just... I don't know, man. He just looks like such a brute now. And before, he was like this small little guy that was like just nuts and that was his thing. Now he can literally like powerhouse people if he wants to. And I feel he's like it brutal. fits his character now. He's brutal. He's brutal. He's not just a crazy person. Uh, and it fits his tone now. Your tone. But like you were saying, it, it adjusts to his ring style too. Yeah, yeah. That's what and I it's about working it. for him, I think, better than you know his past th- few things. I can care. Okay, so uh, moving forward aside, let, let's move from bulky men to bulky women. Uh, we had uh, Jessamine Duke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, um, her, Jessamine Duke made her uh, NXT debut at a house show this weekend. The fourth member of the... Say it. Say it. No. Say <laughs> it. I won't. You gotta say it. No. Our podcast listeners have no idea what you're talking about. You have to let them know who they are and why it's so important that Jessamine Duke is the made four horsewomen of the MMA. Oh yeah, which is <laughs> it's so dumb. It's dumb <laughs> because the WWE made this thing for them. 
the, I thought they were called this outside of the WWE, like on their own in the MMA. No, because Chris Cyborg, um, Gina Carano, these are all women who fought in MMA before Ronda Rousey was even in MMA. Okay. So, in my opinion, they were pioneers. Ronda Rousey brought it to the forefront because she was in uh, the UFC. But isn't that kind of the point, though? Like, there's plenty of wrestlers who wrestled in WWE or WWF, WCW, NWA, etc. before the four horsewomen of WWE. Well, Strike Force was a thing before, like, I mean, UFC was, was around also. Right. But Strike Force had uh, Cyborg and Gina Carano, who's now a movie actor, you know, an actress. Right. Um, but uh, Jessamyn Duke. Um, Marina Schaefer. Yeah, Shayna Baszler. These women weren't in the UFC. I, I mean, they were heard of any of these women until they all started exactly you know, doing all this. So Ronda Rousey, it's basically Ronda Rousey and Friends, right? <laughs> Remember like Spider Man and Friends? It's Ronda Rousey and Friends. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, one big name, and you surround her with a bunch of nobodies. Which one's Jean Grey? Which one's Iceman? That's irrelevant. But um, I mean, look, this is this is a big deal. As much as like the three of us, or at least the two of us, don't care. I don't know if you care or not, Matt, about the four horsemen of MMA. Um, I want to see how they play into... I, I care about them. I care about the women's division a lot. And I right. want to see how they play into where they want to take it, it where where they're going to put them. So that's why I don't care about them. Because the women's roster on NXT has so much talent right now. You know, now they have Io Shirai. So they debuted versus Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, and Deanna Parasso. NXT women's champion Kairi Sane. That's right. As Bay. And, like, those three alone are, like, top-level in-ring workers. Mm-hmm. And you're having them... I understand why you put them with these three, because, you, you know, that way they can protect them and carry them, etc. and so forth. Of course. But you're going to have these women who have been working for a decade-plus in Shimmer, in WOW. Glow. And Glow's not a thing anymore. Gorgeous ladies are wrestling. Who've been working in Shimmer, Chikara, WOW, Women of Honor, all these things, and they're gonna get over impact, and they're gonna get overshadowed. I was waiting for you to say. I forgot. I was. I tried. Listen, I'm only starting to acknowledge that impact exists again. Okay, forgive me. Are they doing well? They're doing well now. They stopped being a joke like TNA used to be. Whoa! 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 End of TNA. Just to clarify the specifics. Global Force Wrestling. Does WWE own them? No. No. But they bailed them out or something, right? No, no. All WWE has ever done has they purchased licensing to air footage on the network. That's why, uh, like, when they show old videos, like vignettes of Joe or AJ, it's pictures from TNA. But it's only for the network. Only I for the network. I don't believe they have licensing to air it live on their programming. Huh. Do they work with them? No. A quick question. I haven't jumped on the network in a long time. You know they did 365 after SummerSlam for Kevin Owens? Yes. Did the AJ Styles one air yet? I don't know. I haven't tuned onto the network in a while. Hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to check that tonight. Because I was using my brother's and he doesn't use it anymore. Well, Grapples to Apples have one. I, yeah, you read. I just... <laughs> I, I really like the... Um, what do you call it? The, the three table? The Tables for three? Tables for three. Table three is actually really And good. it's really yeah, short. It's, it's really only good. 20 minutes. You could just pop it in while you're, you know, making dinner or whatever. And so, I can watch it on my phone because they ask for the location to be turned on on your phone when you're watching the WWE Network. And you're a paranoid schizo, so you don't know. I'm, I'm not a paranoid schizo. I just don't. Vince is going to bomb my house. I run. just don't feel the need to have location on my phone. For what? Go away. Um, so, yeah, so that happened. I mean, look, we're, we're now on the road to the inevitable four horsewomen. Versus four horsewomen. <laughs> I hope it's not this SummerSlam, because it's way too soon for that. Well, SummerSlam's already over. Survivor Series is what I meant to say. I hope it's not at this Survivor Series. It's way too soon for that. Ugh, way too soon. No. But that's the plan. The plan is them four versus the other four. No. You know, Rousey, Duke, Parag- um, Baszler, and Schaefer versus Charlotte, Becky, Bailey. And Sasha. It That's may, just not it, fair. It, it may be too soon. <laughs> That's just not It may fair. be too soon simply because uh, Becky and Charlotte are feuding right now. I mean, not only that, if Jessamyn Duke is just making her debut at a house show, not even on TV yet, she's in a house show. Survivor Series is what, two months away? Three months away. Three months away. That's not enough time to get her ready for that. Here, my thing is like, you know, we had this whole burying of the women's role in the locker room last week and then they want to bring these people from developmental I mean they're not they're not necessarily bringing them up but the idea of the idea of them bringing them up from developmental to Survivor Series in two months 
three months is obscene. When the rest of these locker rooms have been working their butts off to headline these pay-per-views. What does that matter to Vince? Vince cares about money. That's why he put the, the women's championship on Ronda Rousey. That's why Hunter or Stephanie should put their foot down. That's why he's they Hunter. They, they can't. They, they get, look, ultimate final control and final say goes to Vince, period in the story. Now, if and when he decides to retire, or if and when... Passes. I mean, the women right? could just not do what they want them to do. And just And out. lose their jobs. And lose the financial... Do you know how much money do you think women Vince are making? W- do you think Vince would l- let that happen? He cares more about the men than the women. You're... Also you're, We're, um... You're basically saying the entire women's division have to walk out, and not that's not going to happen because, let's face it, the WWE is the highest paying women's for for a woman to as, be there right now. As great as it is to have promotions like Shimmer, who are all women, etc., they don't pay a lot. If you're a woman, and like New Japan, their women's division is pretty much non-existent. Yeah. So if you want to get work as a woman in the wrestling in the wrestling world, you either got to work indie shows where you're not making much. We go to WWE. And you have to do, you have to be spectacular. Like Ronda Rousey, all these, the four horsewomen of MMA, they wouldn't survive two minutes on the indie scene. Not, not two at all. minutes not on the indie scene. But that's exactly my point. Like yeah, it's, but it's ridiculous. You're not, we're not talking about... There are indie scene mid-carters, like, Vibe, like Pipper Niven, who are like... They would, Rosemary, on, Rosemary in, in, they, on Impact. They'd kill them. They'd kill them. So you have... You have you, so let me get this straight. You're saying... A Sasha Banks, a Bailey, a Charlotte should just dip out on the WWE because they're pushing these no talent, you know, MMA fighters. Um, they call them no talent. They're rookies. They might have talent. It's just they yeah, have to craft they're themselves. They're not no talent, but I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm grouping them in with their queen bee, uh, Ronda Rousey, right now. <laughs> these rookies, um, okay. overhyped rookies, as Alexa Bliss would say. Right. Um, you're expecting Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky Lynch to leave WWE, where they're making, let's say, I don't know their exact no salary. Idea. So let's say fifty thousand. Sure. To go to the indie scenes where they make what five thousand, if that. If that. If that. I'm not saying they should, they should walk out, but I'm saying they should put their foot down and fight for, you know. You have to remember, ha- Matt, having a stance here. Five years ago, what was the women's division look like? It was, um, was that when Nikki Bella and Brie Bella were uh, swapping in the ring? And it was it was divas, breast implants, having uh, like these battle royals suits. where like no one could wrestle. We're talking about a time Who? where where what's her face? Um, Beth Phoenix? No, not Beth Phoenix. Oh my god, what is her name? Was she a good wrestler? Yes, and she just walked out in the middle of one of the, the battle royals. She eliminated herself. Oh, Gil Kim. Yes. We're talking about an era where, like, Gail Kim was like, she was so. Gail Kim, who is probably the best female, arguably wrestler. the best female wrestler. Period. Full is she stop. still an impact? Or did she stop mm, wrestling? No, I think she's retired. Actually, makes sense. She's actually married to a chef. Robert she Irvin. was so cool. fed up that she just eliminated. She eliminated herself from a battle royal and dipped. <laughs> and like that was it. She was done. Like. How can these women really complain about their lot in the company right now? I mean, they're getting an all-female pay-per-view in a month. Exactly. It's hard. Look, two months technically. Is it ideal to have them overshadowed by Ronda, by the belly, by the Bellas, the Bellies, by the Bellas, by the legendary Bellas, right? By legendary Bellas, etc. No, it's not ideal. Ideally, in a perfect world, Evolution is headlined by the four horsewomen in some capacity. It's featuring, you know, Ruby Riot, and it's featuring, you know, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane, and and these women aren't even on the main roster yet. And Nikki so Cross. Unless you watch NXT, you don't really know about Kyrie Sane. Right. But you know, and look, it is what it is. You get what you got while you get it, and you go for something better when you get there. Fair. You know, um, let's go uh, keeping, next next to the major major news in my opinion. Uh, New Japan. Oh, for our our listeners who don't really um, you know who are really WWE you know oriented, this is actually major news. Huge news. Huge. Huge. Bigly. Bigly, bigly news. We have. Um, sorry, I can't see that. Do you want to check? 
the... Hiromi Takahashi? Yeah, so Hiromi Takahashi, who was their IWGP, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, champion, excuse me, um, he had to relinquish it because in his match at, I believe it was Dominion, there was a, um, I think they were doing a, I forgot what they call it, it's like a tiger suplex or something. Tigerplex. Tigerplex. And he legit messed up his neck. I think they said that something, something with his vertebrae or something. Is it like, is it not life, is it career threatening? Do you know? From what I've heard, they, everyone's it saying he's fine. Okay. He's I mean, he continued, fine. he finished the match. Right. They say that he passed out as soon as he hit backstage. I mean, that's all adrenaline. Right, exactly. Ooh. But um, he's okay, but he can't, he's going to be out for a few months. So he had to give up the belt. Um, and so they've announced that they started a tournament between Kushida, Bushi, Marty Skrull, and Will Ospreay. I just, just, ugh, so good. Just, just for reference. Yes. Takahashi is the um, John Cena, pretty much over there, right? No, no, no. That's Tanahashi. That's Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Takahashi is. He's part of. Um, the Ticking Time Bomb. I, I, IWG. No. Uh, Lij. No. Ye- I thought he was Chaos. So he's a heel right now. This Hold is on. I'm, I'm just kind of surprised. He's a big heel over there, or he's a big face. Well, Tanahashi is the John Cena. Ta- so Tanahashi he, is the yeah, John Cena. So everybody loves him in uh, in but Japan. Like Takahashi is the um, he is the John Cena of New Japan, where you know he's winning every tournament every other year or something like that. So yeah, he's he's part of Lij. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Uh, You're my right. Lij. My bad. It, well, if anyone knows Lij, it's me. It's you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so he he had to give up his belt. So we have a, a the four man tournament. I was I looked at the bracket. And I'm a little disappointed. Don't tell me Will Ospreay and Marty Scroller. first round. First round. Right. That exact it, it, exactly exactly. I know how much you love Will Ospreay. I love Will Ospreay. He's and so you know good. how much I love Marty Scroll. Bro, imagine if that was the finals for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, but especially with their rivalry. It's not going to be. It would have been insane. So we're going to have Kushida versus Bushi on one side, Marty Skrull versus Will Ospreay on the other side, and then those two winners will face each other to become the new IWGP junior heavyweight. Now, I feel like it's going to be Osprey and Kushida. And I think Kushida's going over. Because Osprey was just the champion recently. Before that, it was Skrull. Mm-hmm. So I feel and like before they might, that, was Osprey, no? So I think they might put it on Kushida. I don't know. I could be wrong. But speaking of juniors, although I hope he's not a junior, new to the indie scene, reports are that Neville is no longer con- under contract with WWE. Dun, 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 dun. Huge news. Dave Meltzer was the first one to put it out and say WWE has confirmed that Neville is no longer under contract with them. Then Will Ospreay went ahead and tweeted, give me Pac. Now, Pac is Neville's old indie name. Mm. It was in the indie circuit. Interesting. Now, Will Ospreay versus Neville. Oh, my God. Oh, my it, God. It won't be as flippy as Ospreay versus Ricochet, that, but it will be freaking flippy. It will be flippy. And Vader will be rolling in his grave. And I don't care, because I will eat it up with a spoon. And then even Stu Bennett, formerly known as Bad News Barrett, Went ahead and tweeted. He was like, "Yo, Neville, I've got a bunch of lads at World of Sport Wrestling who are asking to fight you, bro. If Neville hits the indie scene, oh my god, a little better on the indie scene. I mean, well, so part of the reason why he was all angry was Austin Aries told him that he's making more in the indie scene, working less dates than he ever did with WWE. You know, it's funny. Watching, I watched the um, tables for three recently with JBL Bischoff and Kevin. I forget Sullivan." Is that the older guy kind of big? He's, I mean, I don't think Kevin Sullivan will be on. I forget what his name is. He was one of the creative guys, I'm pretty sure. And he's been with the company since like the 80s. Kevin Dunn? No. Because Kevin Dunn is their main producer. Maybe that's what he is. Producer, director, he's like... I'm completely blanking on He's like top guy before, after Vince. They wouldn't be able they to were put talking Kevin about his teeth on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, uh, King, that's a King Ross thing for oh, you. Right oh, oh, he's not King Ross anymore, remember. No, I'm sorry. No, he's just Ross Twiddell. No, he was King Ross in my heart. But he can't be anymore, legally. Um, They were talking about... Because of what culture? Yeah, bro. Oh, that is ugly. He's just Ross Twiddell now. 
Is his Twitter handle still King Ross? Mm -mm. He changed it also? I think so. Oh, that sucks. I know Jack still has Jack the Jobber. Yeah, well... That's his Twitter <laughs> handle. But he doesn't go He's by... Jack King, no? Yeah, yeah, Jack G King or something. But he doesn't go by Jack the Jobber on the channel. But that's his Twitter handle. You can't change your Twitter handle unless you right. make an, an, an oh. entirely new... I don't know why I was losing my mind. Bruce Pritchard. Oh, oh that makes more sense. Brother Love. Okay. Yeah, Brother Love. Ah, no. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Well, um, I mean, Bruce Richard had a heavy hand in booking and stuff like that. Oh, like that. Yeah. They were talking about um, WCW and the whole mm -hmm. war that, that was going on there. And Bischoff was talking about how he told everyone that pretty much he had contact with that were moving over from WWE to WCW at the time that um, they... He, he, he couldn't guarantee WWE money, mm -hmm. but he was pretty much offering 180 days at Instead of three sixty five, right, well, and yeah, that, that was... they would pr people that were pretty much working full time were making more money, right, than what they were making. He didn't say that overtly, but th that's essentially what he was saying. Right, he was saying you would make more, less money, but you'd be working less days, mm -hmm. so you'd have more time to yeah. work other things. That you know that comes back around to what's going on now. Yeah, essentially, yeah, same thing, same I idea, mean, just in the indies. Yeah, except, I mean, right, was, right now, I mean. Eric Bischoff isn't undercutting Vince to get talent. That's right. the difference. Right. Um, when you see, you know, wrestlers like Cody Rhodes and and um, just Cody, Cody Runnels. <laughs> the American I'm sorry, Cody Runnels. Okay, use his um, birth name. Uh, on the indie scene, and he doesn't have to work every week. In, it's true. In which he, I mean, he has a for God's sake, he has a pay per view coming up with the Young Bucks this Saturday, which will. The poetarian <laughs> candidate is going to be at. I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, yeah, I mean, if you watch any, um, you know, Monday Night War, mm -hmm. uh, between they, they, Eric Bischoff guaranteed, hey, three sixty five, you work one eighty, and he guaranteed and, and a I'll lot give of you money. Guaranteed money. Yeah. Kevin Nash, main reason why he left. Mm hmm. Scott Hall, main mm -hmm. reason why he left. Lex Luger, main reason why he left. But stuff like that is also the main reason why WCW ended up dying. No, the re main reason WCW well, dies because creative control. Right. But no one wanted to lose. But on top of that, I mean, like, when you're getting paid fat cash, and, like, it, you almost don't care, you know what yeah, I mean? It's ex exactly what Kevin asked. He said, listen, I'm getting paid either way. Why do yeah, I care? Exactly, exactly. He said, you lose the passion for the business and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Not only that, but WCW went under because they didn't push younger talent, which yeah. if the WWE mm. doesn't start doing Sounds now, familiar? they will dun, dun, follow dun. the same path as WCW. See, now, the problem is that WWE is not worried about that because their closest competition is nowhere even in their own, in the same hemisphere. New Japan is the second biggest promotion, wrestling promotion in the world, and they've only started doing North American shows with like one or two a year in California. They've done Long Beach, they've done San Francisco, they haven't, and they're now, come April, are doing that super show with uh, Ring of Honor at Madison Square Garden. This is the first time that New Japan comes to the East Coast. So WWE really has nothing to worry about. Ring of Honor ain't there yet. Oh, they, uh, I, I beg to differ. They do have something to worry about. They finally get to the East Coast. They go to Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. I'm saying as of They're right doing now. They're doing it WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying as of, as, of, as of today, they haven't had to worry about it. This they is not some, not some fluke chance that they did that. They did that on purpose. Oh, there's a lot of people coming to, to WrestleMania? Okay, let's undercut your NXT event. We could fit more in the garden. I mean, they sold it out in, what, half an hour, an hour? Something and like we that? couldn't get tickets. We couldn't get tickets. We're going to try. Oh, we we don't, we don't try. Um, but <laughs> New Japan is in a in a distant second. Yeah. But they can close the gap very quick. Right. Um, do we know what's on the card for Olin? Yes, we do. So, okay, so so let's let's get to that. Yeah. So the next the the big thing in the world outside of WWE happening this weekend is All In, the biggest indie show in wrestling history. Sold out in 29 minutes, 26 minutes, something like that. Sold out in less than half an hour. One of those tickets went to moi. So I will be attending All In this weekend in Chicago. Um, I'll definitely have some sort of either audio footage or video footage or something to, to you know, contribute to the podcast. Post on the Twitter gram or the Facebook. For sure, for sure. Including, 
I bought tickets for a photo op with one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP. The photo op includes the big gold belt. So I'm all kinds of hype. Same belt that David Arquette held. No, no, no. No, no. This is DDP's belt. What about CM Punk? This is DDP's belt. Is CM Punk though? DDP's belt? Are you going to see DDP? DDP's belt. Anyway. Are you going to see CM um, Punk? So this weekend is all in. They have the card set. It's 10 matches. Cool. We have... It's a stacked card, by the way. We have... Um, let's see. The Briscoe Brothers Ooh. versus SoCal Uncensored. Uh, Frank Kazarian and Scorpion Sky versus Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. That's on the pre-show. <laughs> as well as the over-budget Battle Royal, which is going to feature people like... Moose, Rocky Romero, who I don't really like. I actually could have met Rocky Romero when I went to Sakura Genesis because he was the only one sitting at the merch table. And I was just like, nah. <laughs> Cole Cabana is going to be in the match. Uh, I'm surprised Brian Cage is in there. Billy Gunn, that's going to be cool. Um, on the main card itself, we got Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. That should be fun. Um, a four-way match between Madison Rain, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard. Tessa needs to go over because she's probably the best one out of the four of them. Um, Jay Lethal is going to put his Ring of Honor championship up against the winner of the Battle Royal. Okay. So that should be cool. Black machismo right there. That's right. Um, Kazuchika Okada versus Marty Skrull, which is going to be interesting because we got the Rainmaker versus the villain. Heavyweight versus Junior. It's going to be interesting. Uh... Nick Aldis is putting up his new his uh, NWA championship against Cody, so that'll be interesting. Okay. Um, we have Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Junior, which should be an insane match. Uh, the IWGP Championship is not online, is it? No, 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 no. This is just okay. an exhibition match. And then what I think they're calling as the main event: Rey Mysterio, <laughs> Phoenix, and Bandito versus the Golden Elite: Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Kota Ibushi. Okay. Like, there's, there's not a... Oh, I'm sorry. And then I forgot Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell. Like, <laughs> just... just so not? the arrow's gonna be there. Yes. Yeah, Stephen Amell's gonna be in there. So... <laughs> what? Why? I oh, mean, he's friends with Cody. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but... He has some experience the, in the ring. Yeah, I understand that, but the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels, is an established wrestler. Exactly. So you want to put him in there with someone who can take care of him if, and if, carry the match. If Stephen Amell goes over, I'm going to kill people. What He's going to go over in a comical what way. What if the Arrow becomes the new... Like, he, they make a new title for him. And he's like, they won't. Starlin the City sucks. Champion. The All-In State Champion? The All-In Starlin City Champion or something. I hate you. Stop talking. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be it's a like stack, an Arrow. It's, it's going to be a stack a show. Um, all weekend, they're having the StarCast event that's going on in the the Hyatt Regency Convention Center that's going to be all weekend long. Um, there's an after party that I might go to. We'll see. I'm, uh, we're going to see how we feel. You know, I'm going to have to after party, 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 party. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Dear Lord. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. This is, this is really big for indie wrestling. Um, yeah, I mean, this is huge. This is something like, you know, Dave Meltzer said... The Ring of Honor can never sell out a 10,000-seat arena. And then Cody and the Young Bucks said, bet money. And they did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is, it's huge. This is huge. It's awesome. Yeah, no. Um, what do you call it? There are a lot of big-name Japanese wrestlers on that card. Yeah. And I think that's... Mexican a, wrestlers, Japanese wrestlers, everybody. I think that's a really good way for um, New Japan to test the waters in the States as far as somewhere outside of California and wow. outside of the West Coast. It's, you know, it's a, it is a big city. Chicago's, yeah, Chicago's pretty decent size. But yeah, you know, I think this is a good way to get those names into the heads and ears of people who maybe don't know them on stateside. Yeah, although I would think if you're at all in, you probably you already probably know these guys. Probably know them, but you know, to see that reaction right live in an American event, I just think it's super cool to see guys who typically work other promotions. Working together. Working together yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, Kenny's yeah. a New Japan guy mm-hmm. versus Pentagon Jr., who's... Uh, an Impact guy. Who's a, a, currently an Impact guy, previously Lucha Underground and CMLL and AAA, etc. Like, that's... It's just mind-blowing. What's kind of crazy is Rey Mysterio is on the card, and he's being billed as, like, the headline guy for 2K19. 
this year. Well, he's not the headliner. Like not, not, not Halo. DLC. He's, he's like the, the... Is he the DLC or... No. He's one of the... If the Rick the Flair's pre-orders. the Legendary Edition or whatever, you know, right? Ray Mysterio's yeah. one of the pre-orders. If you pre-order him, you get to play with him and Ronda Rousey. Early. Yeah. I mean, so... What are they Myster- so even Rey Mysterio, like that match alone, right? You have mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio who made big name for himself in Mexico, WCW, WWE. You have Phoenix who is huge in Mexico. And then you have the Golden Elite with Matt and Nick Jackson who are Ring of Honor guys who are also huge in Japan. And Kota Ibushi who is huge in Japan. Well, maybe not huge in Japan, but he's big in Japan. Kota Ibushi? He's yeah. big in Japan. Big. As I said, not, maybe not huge, but he's big. And even competed in the WWE's uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Like... Mm. This is this is such an, an insane event that I'm just so elated that I could even be there. Like this is nuts. This is mind blowing to me. This is crazy. So I wanna see I wanna see how epic this weekend really gets. Let's to see be. how it impacts the world as a whole. For I'm, I mean uh, the wrestling world as a whole. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean dun, 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 dun. I don't I don't know if making a splash on the East Coast would be something in Chicago. Chicago. I think the MSG show is going to be a big Yeah, that's Mage. Yeah. But that's New Japan and ROH. Right. Um, this is just a... This is just a... Let's give the fans what they want. Let's give the fans a, a great wrestling show. I don't think um, something major is going to happen. Well, they've been advertising this as a celebration of professional wrestling. And what a celebration it would be. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because even with StarCast, like, the guys who maybe are not going to be performing at All In, who are gonna, but who are going to be there for meet and greets, etc., you know, you have names who have been legends throughout... I mean, who's who of wrestling. It's a who's yeah. who of wrestling. You have people like um, Ron Simmons. Who's Damn. Exa- you have, you know, the first African-American world champion in WWE, WCW history. You have... Um, X-Pac's going to be there. Sean Walton. Yeah. Raven. Raven's going to be there. Um, before mentioned DDP. Um, hold on. Let me just pull up. There's so many that it's hard to keep track of everyone who's well, going to be we there. We were going through the um, the tickets. Like, you could buy tickets. and Tennille Dashwood out, is going to be hosting the after party. What's Ooh. What sold out was... She's... Oh, uh, I don't know. Is she still doing that? Because she has something that's... Like, she has medical issues going on around. So, I don't know if she'll be there. Best I, mean, I heard, she was. She's not going to wrestle. She's going to be hosting the after party. I know, but I don't know. I've, they I'm haven't sure. made any announcements to okay. the contrary. Listen, if I had the money and if it wasn't my wife's birthday the same day, I would have spent the three hundred dollars to be in a suite. Oh, the with v- yeah, yeah, Raven, yeah, yeah. a VIP suite to watch the event with Raven. <laughs> Pick his brain. Yeah, I mean, look, Jim Ross is going to be there. Jerry the King Lawler. Tessa Blanchard, who's going to be, you know, performing the next, you know, at the uh, at, at the All event. In, uh, to Dashwood, Scott Steiner, the Tommy Dreamer, David, Ooh. the aforementioned David Arquette, um, Kevin Kelly, Road Warrior, Mia Kim, Leva Bates, Britt Baker, um, who else? And it's, it's a who's so, who. Punk's going to be there for the weekend, but do we know what extent he's going to be at the show? He's going to be. He's not going to be at All In. At all. He's not scheduled to be at All In. He's scheduled for StarCast. So he's going to be at the convention one of the nights. Right, right, right. Doing the ingredients. Signings or something. Right. right. But he's not scheduled to be at All In. And I don't think it would be wise for him to be there. With Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana thing. That's when you said his name. I was like, uh, right. let's see. Um, but Firing Squad is supposedly going to be there. That's going to be interesting. You know, Tom Matanga, mm-hmm. Tom Malo, et cetera. Um, who else? Joey Ryan. Uh, Earl Hebner. It, like, it's... This is, you name the wrestler, and they'll probably be there. Dalton Castle, Arn Anderson, I mean... Every, Eric Bischoff. Bischoff, Hurricane Helms, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I mean, you just... Disco Inferno, even. I mean, he probably doesn't have a lot of work nowadays. But, I mean, this is, it's nuts. It's crazy. It's absolutely... It's going to be insane. It's a who's who of professional wrestling. It's nuts. So I just I'm I'm so excited for going there and for what it means for wrestling moving forward. And as for our podcast moving forward, we're going to cover that just so you guys can get a, a better you know our listeners can better taste of not only the WWE but for the, the the fans that we have that don't listen or don't watch you know indies or New Japan, we're going to be 
bringing you guys a lot more information onto that because you don't know what you're missing. Absolutely. Um, after all in, either whether we do it as an individual episode or as part of next week's weekly, you're going to hear all about whatever I can give you guys about all in, all together. And that's going to just about do it for our episode this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Once again, you can find us at soundcloud.com slash grapples2apples. That's grapples, the number two apples. You can find us on Apple Podcast or Google Play, Google Music, Play Google Music, Play Music, whatever it is. As always, I've been William. I have been gorgeous. <laughs> and I have been Maddie Bizzle. We will catch you all next week. Later, folks. Peace and love. Whoop.